When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, beautiful people. How your spirit doing? This is another episode of Peace Talk Podcast. I am your host, Peace uh, Talk. No, <laughs> stupid. Uh, comedian Day Peace or Comedian Day Day. I go by both names. Uh, and if, if this is your first time listening, I appreciate it. Uh, this is one of those episodes. It's kind of a mini episode, but I really just wanted to because I had I took a couple of weeks off. I just released uh, uh, my episode seven, where I was really talking about my live comedy album, really how that all kind of came together. And this is just kind of a, a piggyback episode. Uh, real quick, uh, there's also some things I wanted to share about it, because I finally watched the footage of my, um, I, I, for some reason, I, I want to keep calling it like a Netflix special, uh, but it's really just a live comedy album recording, but I finally watched it, and I, I was very excited about everything that I saw. It was it was uh, it was not a perfect set. It was not my funniest set, but it was um, a really great, uh, in my personal opinion, well put together uh, representation. The last episode, I talked about three things: wanting to make sure that this hit three points. One, that it was funny, which yes, it, it, well, you know, of course, with. What did you think? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's me. Uh, <laughs> uh, I wanted to make sure it was funny. I wanted to also make sure it was a great representation of myself and my comedy. And more importantly, that you got to, you got to like know me. Like I, I wanted to share, you know, my opinion and my, my, my kids. And like, I, I wanted to just really be vulnerable and, and sort of kind of have no fear about, what it is that I wanted to talk about, what it is that I wanted to say, and I feel like that was accomplished. And the last thing was having a message. I want to make sure it wasn't just me up there uh, saying funny stuff, that I actually had a point to it. And the point was, uh, how do you get to a peace of mind? How do, what does that mean to me? And uh, I broke it down to five points. Want to share that with y'all in case you wasn't at the show, which was, um, as of right now, was one week ago. So I'm recording on a Saturday, which I don't do a lot of, and I'm gonna put it out immediately. So boom! As soon as I'm done, y'all gonna hear it. We're gonna, I'm gonna throw it out there, and uh, then just so you know, just because I'm so excited, I'm gonna like get the jump on things. I'm going to record my next episode right after this, which will be my uh, long-awaited question and answer episode. I. I finally feel like I have enough questions where I can put together a whole episode where I'm just really just asked, like, answering questions from people um, in two in two facets, facets. Either people who have reached out to me and said, hey, these are questions. I'd love to know what your, your opinion is or your thoughts are. Um, or there are questions from, if you don't know, on Facebook, on my personal page, 
uh, I do something called debates where I have uh, these basically, you know, social media style debates where I put or pose a question, kind of put it out there and, you know, people answer or they chime in and sometimes they go very well, sometimes they don't. And uh, I've been doing that for a very long time. And uh, I've had questions from there that people wanted me to like, hey, what's your opinion? Sometimes like a good 75%, like a good 75%, I don't even answer. I just kind of put it out there and uh, sort of create this, I want to say safe zone, but I don't know if that's like anything is safe on the, on, on the internet. But sort of this almost maybe maybe neutral place. But anyway, uh, I have some questions from that. So um, if you can catch up on all these episodes that I got out there. I got two episodes with my wife, which people really enjoy. I have an episode with my mother. And uh, I'll finally get to question and answer after that. So the, uh, the third point was to make sure I had a message and my message was all really just, you know, what does peace of mind mean to me? And that's really was my approach. I, you know, initially was like, let me, here's my best jokes or here's the things I want to talk about. And it really kind of got broken down to, all right, let's, let's talk about, you know, peace of mind, what that means. And I started to develop my set list based off of five points those five points are uh you have to celebrate small victories i get it like some of y'all look at some of these small accomplishments and y'all not happy about it or y'all don't feel like it's enough and i'm here to tell y'all yes yes it is um i mean throw a party and parade for your huge you know milestone type victories i get that those are big you want to share that but do not for one second think that those stepping stones to get there are not huge. They're not big. One of mine is I was going to the gym. Like, and I'll be honest with you. Sometimes when I go to the gym, I don't hit it hard. I just go there. I do a little cardio. You know, I, I do a little lifting with my little fucking 82 pound, like weights, whatever it is. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like diesel. I'm not like, Ugh, move out of my way, bitches. Like arms on swole. No, no, nah. I'm gonna get on my little Peloton bikes because they got they got two of them at the at the gym that I go to and uh, I do that. But like I, I used to be like this ain't nothing. Um, but I'm starting to see not only the results in my physical appearance, but just my energy, my mood, my attitude. In fact, I'm gonna go to the gym right after this. So with all that being said, you gotta celebrate your small victories. I am telling you it keeps you in in my opinion you know what let me not speak for others for me it keeps things in perspective i remember a small victory i had uh i want to say last week but it could have been two weeks ago um my wife wasn't feeling really good and so i i was kind of like picking up extra you know slack with the kids and i didn't get anything accomplished you know like this is like leading up to the to the to the show and like i'm trying to focus on that but like you know, you got to hold things down where your spouse kind of goes under the weather and everything like that. And I just felt like I knocked it out of the park. Like I, I read bedtime stories to my sons, got them in bed at a reasonable time, got their teeth brushed, like just, just shit like that. And I was exhausted. I was so exhausted at the end of the night. I didn't get a chance to do any of the things that I wanted to do as it relates to preparation, but 
I I went to sleep, woke up the next morning. I just felt really good about being able to do that other stuff. So celebrate your small victories. What I'm saying. Uh, number two was be in competition with you in this day and age, social media, with all the other distractions. So easy to see Joe Black over there and be like, "Hey, uh, I I'm 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 trying to get that like." Joe Black got these things. I want those things. Joe Black, you know, has been doing comedy for three days. He's got a HBO special. I want an HBO special. No. Look at where you are in life. Look at how far you didn't came. You know, and, and, and here's here's my measurement. This is what I love to do um, for me. I look at today and I look at a year ago and I just look at a lot of important things like, where were you at a year ago? You know, how many shows for, you know, for me, how many shows were you doing? What was the quality of shows that you were doing? How much traveling were you, were you able to, what was the, you know, what was the status of your marriage? You know, your relationship with your kids, just stuff like that. And I swear for most days when I, when I do that, I look back at 2019 and again, 2019 was a, was a relatively very successful year for me. For a lot of reasons, um, but I'm like, that's who I'm in competition with. I'm in competition with last year me, and I'm I'm looking at these things. I'm like, how can I be a better me? How can I have you know be a better comic? What 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 jokes weren't hitting last year that I can either you know rewrite or do better you know differently? For the special, for example, I have one joke that I just love. And for me, after performing it for probably, you know, a little a little over six months, I'd say, um, for the special was the best I had ever performed it. And that's, you know, not only small victory, but like, that's just looking at how many times I performed this particular joke and doing it over and over again and, you know, getting better at it and just hopefully feeling like, damn, I knocked it out of the park. I delivered it at its highest and you know when you do comedy they tell you a joke is never done so the joke is not necessarily like it can't be tweaked and 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 redone differently for the future it's just to say up until that point that you know i really sort of nailed it better than any other time that i had told the joke and i feel like i got the best response from any other time that i told the joke so I'm just trying to be in competition with you. And like I said, I know how easy it is to see a couple, you know, you be in a relationship, you see another couple on Facebook and she getting flowers or her man getting her nails done or, you know, she talking about how I take care of like or whatever it is. And I get it. It's okay to see other people have things that you want to have. But when you start getting in the mind frame of y'all in the same car, y'all in the same lane, you're not. Because you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. You don't know how the relationship really is or, or, or you know, their their financial situation, their job. We, we don't know that. But what we do know 100% about is us. So, be in competition with you. Number three really came from, I don't want to say dark place. But, you know, when when I when I kind of broke down these these five points... I started finding jokes that I had already, you know, had in my inventory and and that I had already 
like that I had already written and performed and I started kind of pulling them underneath the categories you know um when I talked about small victories uh, I had I had wrote and, and I've been performing this joke about hitting <laughs> hitting uh 5,000 friends on Facebook and that being a, a small victory and it's it's a silly joke but I, I that's what I did with all these sort of topics and when I came across point three which is uh identify and eliminate toxicity I I, I really was like okay what does that what does that mean I think the issue that we have is uh we we get way too comfortable in toxic environments and I don't know if it's a mental stability if it's if it's you know through you know history like I, I'm not quite sure like I, I don't have the answers I'm not a psychiatrist I'm just a comic who who has these thoughts and opinions and I feel like I got to keep reminding people because sometimes you know I play the doctor feel where I'm like diagnosing bitches I'm like hey this is you need to get your life you know right with Jesus or um you know through my experience this these these pieces of advice have worked for me they might work for you however uh I'm 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 in in no position to tell you what's best for you so on and so forth or act like I have all the answers even even with topics that I, I know a lot about or that I feel confident talking about. Comedy, for example, I am still on a very low spectrum of, of the poll. And, you know, even though it's been nine years, I there's so much more that I do not know and that I have not experienced. Um, but getting back to the point, I don't know why we love being in toxic environments and and. I think there's something about the weakness and strengths that we, you know, embody where we feel like I'm strong enough to to go through these relationships or be in these environments and not let, you know, the environment win, not let this toxic, you know, space really invade my mental and physical, emotional, you know, stability. So I... I definitely am a an example of someone who um, I've had toxic relationships in my life. Hell, I think I've even been toxic to some people. I think there might be, you know, I get famous. <laughs> I get famous in like, you know, 10, 15 years down the road, somebody be like, oh, he was toxic to me. And um, that person might be absolutely right. I think sometimes, you know, when things happen, you know, we outlash, you know, to others. So, like, when something bad really happens to us, we sort of take it out on other people, people that we love. And um, It's definitely not fair, but it's very, you know, it happens. We're humans, and sometimes we don't know how to process hurt or uh, rejection or whatever it is. Uh, but anyway, identify, eliminate. Uh, I really wanted to make sure it was about both of them because um, I think... You know, just like the 12-step program, like the first thing is you got to admit you have a problem. First thing you got to do is identify it. And I think most of us, most of us do a decent job identifying it. We see it. We know it's happening. We know how we feel about it. And that's like where it stops. 
And a lot of times it's because of who that person is, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend for years, uh, husband, wife for years, family members could be your mother, father, you know, cousin, siblings. Sometimes it's it's your best friends, you know, and, and they really only got that spot because you guys had gone through something in a previous time and uh, that person helped you through it. And so that kind of got, you know, like the sample stamp of approval, like this person's going to be around my life for the rest of my life, no matter what highs and lows. And I'm here to say, no, stop it. Okay. I don't give it. Now I, I will say this. I do have a core group of people that I love and I, I very much cannot believe that we would get to a breaking point, you know, a point where like, Hey, this relationship needs to end. And we can no longer be friends through all the things that we've been through. I can't see it. However, I also cannot see these people that I'm specifically talking about being very toxic to a point where they are bringing me down, you know. And again, whether that is, you know, through through physical, spiritual, mental, like, emo- like whatever it is that this person... And here's how I defined it. If you are better off without this person in your life or in their current position, then that's toxic. Uh, I use my dad as an example during the recording where I talk about always wanting my dad in my life. Like even when he was whack, you know, like even when um, even when I could identify he's not like other dads, kind of shitty goes you know goes away for years comes back and it's like hey my dad's back i'm excited about it (laughs) and then uh like he was abusive to my mom and all of that stuff i'm not gonna say didn't matter but it didn't matter more than me still wanting to have this person in my life and you know i think it was two folks i think it was one wanting to know this person you know this like i know my mom she's there every fucking day and you you're not and i don't know you but you're supposed to be like you know there's supposed to be two important people that bring you into this world that you have a relationship with and respect for and all those things and you're a man you're supposed to teach me how to be so all those things i'm like hey i don't know you i want to know you um it, it it you know it reminds me of like Jay Z in his relationship with his dad how his dad kind of pieced out and you know they later connected in life uh, years later before he passed away and um, I guess I just always thought like hey I would love to get to know this person and then it was just the the traditional like I kind of mentioned like who's going to teach me how to throw a ball and shave and um, I know a couple of my other friends who have dads who have been dads who have been around. You know, one thing about my dad, and I can't even speak on it because I don't even know all of it, but he he went and, and married and started having a fam- another family of his own. I'm like, you got you got kids. Like, how are you going to have other kids you don't take care of when you currently got kids you don't take care of? However, through all those, you know, emotions, I still had this idea that, hey, I, want hit, I wanted him in my life. And it wasn't until I became a man. And I'll say I became a man roughly around the age of 25 I felt like that's when I really started to uh like feel like a man you know I I I don't know uh again maybe that's another conversation but 
and then when I had kids, I ended up having my first child um, between the age of 27, 28. And I was like thinking like no matter what I go through with with, you know, my my children, mom, um, my current wife, like there's no way that this child should suffer because of our relationship. And that happens way too much, way too often. And I'm not saying that the moms don't play a, a, a big part in not letting them see their children and, and yo, 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 daddy ain't shit. Like, you know, I'm not saying th- those aren't things that happen every day. However, I, again, I'm blessed and I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones where things have, have been working out with me and my family, my, you know, my marriage and I haven't had to experience any of it. Um, but I also felt like, damn, there's no, there's no way I could just abandon these little kids, you know? And, um, I don't know. So it it wasn't until like those two things happened where I started to like re like revisit that wanting to have my dad. So I guess up until like, you know, 27, 28, uh, I still wanted my dad in my life in some way. Uh, <laughs> last time I saw my dad, actually, um, it was in the first couple of years of dating Monica, my wife, and I took her back to Detroit. So she's been back to Detroit twice. The first time, not a great, <laughs> not a great uh, trip. She, <laughs> then we got to a point where, like, in my mind, I'm like, I'm gonna show you where I grew up, where I'm from, the hood. You know these spots. I took her there, and she didn't. She didn't like it. It was not sightseeing for her. It was not. It was not a good vacation. She. Uh, there was one point where she got. She was like, "Can you take me where there's more white people?" And uh, she said it as a joke, but I think in the back of her spirit, she felt that. And I also bring it up as often as possible uh, and make fun of her. But I get it. It was. It was a very uncomfortable uh, trip for her. In that trip, I also had her meet my dad, which, uh, the way I see it, uh, he'll probably die before, uh, she, she meets him again, or he meets my children, any of that, but, uh, that, that's, that's where I was at, I was at this place where I still wanted him in, in my life, or I wanted to know him and meet him, and then it was like, hey, are you better off without this person, and I was like, I have been for, like, 27, 28 years, and just that thought is toxic because I'm basically opening my arms to to uh, you know people or you know a person or a situation that that is only harmful. <laughs> so you gotta identify, it, but you also gotta eliminate it. And the faster you eliminate it, obviously the better. So that was just one example that I that I talk about and brought up. Uh, point four was self-care is extremely important. And I don't know if that just comes from getting older, turned 35 last last week and I didn't do anything. Like the whole the whole show was really like a, a celebration. But uh, you know, turning 35, uh <laughs> I didn't do anything really. Like I woke up, I met my my sound and light lighting guy at the theater. So early, you know, so basically I woke up uh, my kids kind of uh, and my wife they kind of like 
you know, uh, and actually, <laughs> I uh, that entire week I spent so much time at the theater, you know, like uh, late. So I got home. I ended up crashing in what we call the man cave because we have this additional room. We sort of took over the the whole top floor of my of my wife's family's uh, house or a uh, parent's house, and so uh, I kind of crashed in the man cave and I kind of woke up and the kids kind of came in and, and gave me like presents and cards and uh, I had to go meet the sound guy. Met the sound guy. He was great. He really helped uh, ease my like concerns greatly. And then while I was at the theater, I was like, let me just practice. Let me just go through my show over and over again so I feel really confident about it. And uh, before I know it, it was like late. It was like, you know, so I got there like early, like 10 a.m. Before I know it, it was like 6 p.m. So uh, I went to Burger King, which I hate Burger King. I really, really do. If there are people out there that's like Burger King is my favorite restaurant. Uh, I would like you to kill yourself. <laughs> uh, maybe that's that's not what I really, truly mean. But I judge you immensely. There are just certain things where, like, when people say things, and I feel like they really mean it, I just judge you. Judge you. Uh, sometimes, I don't necessarily do it out loud, but people who love Burger King, I judge the the shit out of you. I don't understand other like if you told me, hey, I grew up poor, and Burger King was like, you know, Red Lobster to us, <laughs> you know, growing up. So I I always go back there. I maybe can understand. I maybe can empathize and like, like that makes sense. But if you're just like Whopper over over Big Mac and. And, uh, you know, they got the best fries, chicken fries, chicken fries. What the fuck? Sorry. And they also don't, you know how it used to be like, have it your way. It's not have it your way. It's have it the way that they can make it. I used to always order a a junior Whopper with cheese, no onions, cut in half. I don't know why, but I think I had it once cut in half. And I was like, this is a great way to eat a burger. They don't do that no more. They can't do it no more. And I'm like, (sighs) Anyway, I stopped there, had had my, which was essentially my, (laughs) my uh, birthday dinner. Uh, I had two Whopper Juniors with cheese, no onions, not cut in half, ate it in the parking lot, went home, just kind of hung out with the family. They all went to sleep. And then I kind of went back to planning the show. Got a bunch of people that, you know, 300, 350 people, just happy birthday, well wishes that that felt really good. And then, uh, you know, I went to sleep. And the next day, that Friday, uh, you know, right before the Saturday show, that Friday early, like I basically woke up to my article being online. And, uh, you know, I went out and bought a bunch of physical newspapers, front page. And and that was that was just that was just a great, you know, uh, day one, day two. And then the show, like I said, was 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 great. So uh, with all that. I just started, you know, the older you get, the more important it is for you to take care of yourself. You know, you're, you're 21, you're taking 18 shots, you just don't give a crap about your body, you got high metabolism. Um, it's so important. 
And it's also so important just for, for you to do things that you enjoy to do and not have any shame about it. Like if you are all about watching Netflix shows and, and being an introvert and staying in, that's fine. I also think it's healthy to have a balance of things. But do things that make you happy, that preserve your 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 stability and and things that really essentially that are are taking care of you. And sometimes that's, you know, eating, eating well, exercising, um, spending time with you and, and getting familiar with you. Not necessarily masturbation, but uh, masturbation. Let's just that's like if this was like a family feud, uh, that'd be definitely top 10. So uh, self-care is extremely important. And the last thing was define your own happiness. Um, that's actually kind of funny because uh, I went back and forth with what to call the last thing. The last thing I was just going to quite simply call peace of mind, like have a peace of mind. But then I was like, all of these points are so, to get you there. So that didn't make sense. So, so then I was like, what if we just call it uh, have a peace of mind, body and soul. But then I was like, you're just creating more explanations for for your final topic. Plus, it's getting too long. And then I just like, let's just call it happiness. And um it's not that simple. Uh, two things. One, I feel like a lot of happiness is temporary, and that's not necessarily a good or bad thing. It's just how 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 it is. You know, you you have your honeymoon phases, or you have things that make you initially happy, and after a while, it 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 wears off. Um, and then you just can't, you know, tell a depressed person be happy. You know, you, you just, I'm happy all of a sudden. Um, no, it doesn't really work that way. Uh, so when I say define your own happiness, the things that make you happy that are important to you really make sure your definition is linked to you. You know, sometimes we see and we idolize, you know, celebrities and other people that have things that we want and, uh, kind of reminds me of the J. Cole song, Love Yours. Like we see other people with these things um, and not necessarily things that could be, you know, like a beautiful wife or, 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 you know, they're, they're, they're loved and you know, they're beloved by others and they're popular, whatever it is. And we started, you know, we started thinking like, Hey, I need all those things in order for me to be happy when really you have to have a, de- like a direct link into, Hey, day day, what makes you happy? Uh, spending time with my family. Okay. Now, that's probably a very popular answer for a lot of other people. But for me, it's the thing. Um, Spending time with my sons, making sure I am an intricate part of them growing up to be great men. You know, uh, pleasing my wife, no matter how angry we are at. Uh, And she's like on, she's on like a 15, like this whole pregnancy thing. Women, y'all be like... I'm still the same. Nothing's changed. Yeah, no, no. It's it's changed. She like for no reason. She just looks. At, she mad dogs me. She just looks at me mean for no reason. Like I can do something very sweet. Bring I'm bringing orange juice. Oh, where's the ice cubes? What? What? You didn't say you were. And then I bring the ice. Cu- oh, it's too cold. I'm supposed to put the ice cubes. Run upstairs. Like what? You know what? Maybe I should put the ice cubes in another glass and like and like mix it in front of her. I, she'll still be angry. She'll be like, "Oh, you splashing everywhere." Anyway, 
You got to define your own happiness, whatever that is. And um, again, this comes with age, maybe with you know, don't be ashamed to be you. Don't be embarrassed. Um, I feel like the, these are this is the age where you can. I like anime or I'm into, you know, whatever it is that I'm into and, and own it. You're not alone. You know, sometimes it's just, you know, it's not that popular. You know, but define your own happiness. And those are the five points that I hit on. And after watching the 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 recording, I felt like I hit all those points. Felt like it was pretty great. I swore a lot, like more than I feel like I normally. It almost felt like a little bit of a bar show. I'm sure I won't get picked up by any like clean comedy type of places like PG-13. Like, no, they're like, no, he's he's too. And it wasn't like um, raunchy, even though I do have, you know, some sex references. But it was just like, like I, like I said, there was times where I didn't necessarily have to swear. I swore, whatever. But uh, it was very free. Like watching it, I felt, I felt very free, and uh, I, I was, I was very happy with with that. So I wanted to come here, do a little mini slash longer episode just to kind of explain those things and uh hopefully you found it a little interesting and and hopefully it helped kind of just give more because these were things that i was thinking about after i did the last episode like i want to make sure i share this and i didn't know when or how to do it but i also know i took some weeks off and i want to come back and put this out so uh hopefully you enjoy it you learn some stuff and maybe you'll look at those five things and kind of uh you know, apply them to your own lives. That's just something that I'm trying to do for not only 2020, but going forward. So uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Uh, I hope you guys have a peace of mind or you strive to to get that or accomplish that because it is so important uh, as you go through this crazy world. Uh, stay safe and, and, and try to stay calm and healthy with this whole coronavirus happening that is very much affecting a lot of things but it's it's scary to a lot of people and i get it but don't let your anxiety win still live your life i much rather be joking and and just having a good time and then the coronavirus comes and swoops me away rather than worrying about it worrying about it worrying about it and then the coronavirus still comes and swoops me away it's like you know it's the same end result so live your life uh, like I said, be safe, wash your hands, you know, uh, be smart, and uh, I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. This has uh, been Peace Talk Podcast. I've had fun uh, talking. I hope you had fun listening, and I will catch you on the next one. Peace. <laughs>